Good morning, Sunday, March 12th. We had a fender bender with our streak yesterday. It was 18 and four coming into the day. It's 18 and seven now. We lost all three. One of them in overtime, one of them by half a point. That's how it works sometimes, but the run is still good over the last week, 18 and seven. Let's not spend too much time on that. I don't think you really care about that. You wanna know what's gonna to happen today. I'm gonna to give you the college basketball plays today. I'm gonna to analyze all of them because there's not that many. I will tell you that the better picks this month have been uh, NBA, and NHL, and I'm going to leave those over at Patreon. Those are both very profitable this month. Uh, college basketball is just treading water, essentially bouncing up and down, under, over, under, over, etc. So let's see what we can do today. I'll give the analysis here. The first play for the day in chronological order is Yale and Princeton. This is going to be a toss-up and a no play here. I've got it, Yale 73.21, Princeton 69.21. I can make an argument for both sides equally strong, giving and getting the points. I'm going to lay off of this. Uh, you would think maybe Princeton can come back and not lose the third matchup to these two teams, but the other two were 20 and 10. One was overtime. I'm going to I'm It's ignoring. I'm ignoring it. All right, Dayton and VCU. This is an interesting one. I have two plays in this. I'm taking the over 124.5, and I'm taking VCU minus two. You can get one and a half. Obviously, you don't want the two and a half. There's out there as well. Uh, the one and a half, I think, just a little bit too much juice to make it worthwhile. Maybe at that point, I would think about taking money line. If you can get a cheap enough money line in the 130 range, I would take that. But minus two, you can get 110 or even a little better at a reduced juice offering. So VCU minus two and over 124.5. Matchup is very, very close, so I want to give you that in a, in a little bit to the opposite side of this number. I've got VCU 67.05 to Dayton 65.75, computer generated here for me. Now, of course, it all factors into what numbers are, you put in, and you can, you, you, you know, you need artificial intelligence on your computer to really adjust to everything that you're seeing on the court and you can't see enough with your naked eye. So you have to trust your own handicapping to figure out why you should go with or against the computer numbers. And this is just simply close enough. You're talking about a 1.3 margin for VCU. So technically Dayton plus two is the right play or Dayton plus two and a half, obviously in that, in that case. I disagree with that. Now, I will, again, I'll go against what I'm telling you and say the head to head favors Dayton slightly. They each won on the road. So they're one and one road team winning both times. VCU won by one on the road. Dayton won by four on the road. So you're calling Dayton slightly better. If you look at the records, of course, it's 22 and 11 for Dayton, 26 and 7 for VCU. Uh, VC, uh, Dayton is five and six away, three and three on neutral. VCU is eight and three away, three and one on neutral. So for away from home, VCU is 12 and four and Dayton is eight and nine. So I like VCU away from home. And I like the record, of course, as a whole. You know, listen, the overall record is what the overall record is. It's not that big of a deal. The bottom line is that VCU is a more talented and better team. As far as against the spread, they're pretty even. VCU 16, 5, and 2. Dayton 16 and 17. Pretty crazy. They're both more unders than overs, 13 and 20 and 14 and 19. So favoring the unders. And I'm going against that as well. Now also, remember I told you that the, the two head-to-heads, 63-62 and 62-58. It's 120-125. So one is over and one is under, the 124.5. The average is slightly under. But if you look at these teams' numbers 
this is where we start to get a little bit more spread for VCU. The offenses, if you go offense to offense, it's 71 to 69 VCU, offense to offense. If you go defense to defense, then you're actually at 60.8 to 63. Now you're going to reverse that because VCU gives up 63, so it's technically Dayton winning 63 to 60.8. So you've got a two-point margin for Dayton, making this an even a toss-up again. But if you, if you match things up how the game is played, it's VCU 71 to 61. VCU offense against Dayton defense. And then Dayton offense versus VCU defense is 69 to 63. So Dayton wins by 6. VCU wins by 10. So you like that matchup there. As far as the field goal percentages, rebounding, etc., not enough difference there to really speak about, but it does favor the better team, the more talented and better team. Now, as far as motivation for this, I think the winner of this, well, I know, we know that the winner of this goes into the NCAA tournament, punch their tickets in by winning their conference. The loser, if it's Dayton, isn't going, it felt welcome to NIT. If it's VCU, they could get in that large bid, but you're not going to take that for granted. I think that uh, VCU gets their rubber match between these three, between these three games, between these two teams. So that is it. And then we'll move on to Texas A&M and Atlanta for the next one. In this game, I would lean towards Texas A&M because I'm getting points and the, the market's agreeing with me. It's moving down now to you can get Texas A&M plus five and a half or five. If you want Alabama, you're obviously looking for the minus five. I've got this Alabama 74.28 to Texas A&M 70.29. Say almost exactly a four-point margin for Alabama. So I would take the points. And getting the points in these championship games is almost always a good idea. I just don't know for sure. Alabama's been cruising. I don't think they want to give up on this. I think they're really intending to win this rather than just kind of banking their good performance so far and hoping that the selection committee doesn't factor in winner or losing this championship game, which obviously they usually don't that much. But I would I would lean Texas A&M, but not enough to play. And the total on this I find to be irrelevant to proper to profitable betting. So let's move on to the next one. This one's a big one. This is Memphis and Alabama. Or excuse me, Memphis and Houston. We just did Alabama. Memphis and Houston. And uh, we're going with Memphis plus the points here. This one's an interesting one in that... Kind of thrown off when I said Alabama there. Sorry about that. Memphis and Houston. This is Memphis 66.69 and Houston 73.12. So you get just a hair more than six points for Houston on this, but I'm going with Memphis plus six. Now, you about 40 to 50% of the books are at that six, and the other ones would be five and a half. The money is moving slightly towards Memphis now. There's a reason for that, because Sasser of uh, Houston is questionable, and if I'm Houston, why am I playing him? The most important thing, yeah, you wanna win your conference, Absolutely. But we all know that we don't put that much weight on conference championship tournaments. It's almost an afterthought. The major tournament, the NCAA tournament, is what you want to win. Why would you play Sasser with a questionable groin unless the doctors say the guy's going to be hurt for the next month? doesn't matter if you play him or not. I, I don't 
hey, listen, I'm not a doctor, but uh, maybe there's a doctor out there listening, but um, can't imagine it's a good idea. Cannot imagine it's a good idea. So looking at head-to-head between these two, it's, uh, slight, it's a pretty close matchup, and that's with the mentioned player being playing. So let me give it. It's Houston 72-64 to at home, eight-point victory at home. Houston 67-65 on the road. Again, without the injury concerns. So eight and ten, eight and two, average of five on home and away matchup, and we're getting six on neutral territory. So it's a slight edge if you want to look at that. The matchups here aren't as important to me as what the recent form is. Memphis is playing pretty tough. They just beat Tulane by a mountain by 40 points. 40 points. Beat UCF by five in the tournament. Houston rocked uh, East Carolina by 14, but they were, they were favored by 23. They beat Cincinnati by 21, though. They were favored by nine and a half. That's fairly impressive. They kind of rolled rolled with that one. And they did lose their uh, Sasser uh, out for part of that game. So that's a little uh, – but you know what? Again, taking the points in this tournament, and I, I do think – I honestly think that Memphis has a reasonable shot of winning this game. If you're looking for an upset, you can get them about plus 190. I think that play is Memphis, if you're looking for an upset today, I should say. And um, let's take the six points and call it a day. The total, we're looking – I have it at about 139. It's 135, so I would trend tend to go over. But if you're missing one of your big players with Houston, you're going to focus more on defense. Yes, the tired legs come into play, so there'll be more uh, when these two played, however – we're looking at a little lower scoring game. It was 132 and 136. So actually the average is 134. We're at 135. So again, on the other, I just think there's no, there's no valuable play there. But Memphis plus six is a valuable play. Finally, we'll wrap up with Penn State and Purdue. I got to tell you, make it short and sweet here. I'm going to have to lay off this game. My gut wants to take Penn State plus seven and a half. But I look at the line moving away from Penn State, meaning I think they were plus six or so earlier this morning, and now plus seven and a half. That does make you wonder. You always have to pay attention to what the market is doing, especially in these type of games. These aren't Super Bowl games, but they're the end of the basketball season before the tournament, the conference championships. There's, you've got a handful of games is all. These are more influenced by the market and specifically the proper money. Now, in this case, I would say because Purdue's been a number one ranked team a lot this season, certainly a number one seed situation going on there. <clears throat> you, you would the market, the public is going to take want to take Purdue. But the thing is, I think Purdue should okay. Purdue seventy two point nine, Penn State sixty four point two two. I'll tell you that. So five point seven to eight point six eight. And we're giving up seven and a half. <clears throat> so that says Purdue. I, but again, my gut says take the points with Penn State. Now, why? I'm looking at that and saying, okay, look at the last five games. They won all five of them. <clears throat> they won at Northwestern in overtime by three. Beat Maryland at home by one. They, they, in the tournament now, neutral territory, beat Illinois by three. Beat Northwestern by two. Beat Indiana by four. They're just winning these close games. Of course, none of those are Purdue. Now, meanwhile, Purdue... They've won four of the last five, four in a row. They lost Indiana by eight at home. They won at Wisconsin by two. They beat Illinois by five. 
They beat Rutgers in a tournament by five. They beat Ohio State by 14. Now, Ohio, let's look at the opponent's strength here. Rutgers, they were making a play to make sure they get into the tournament. I think they have. So that was a decent win, but only by five. Now, they beat Ohio State by 14, but the thing with the Cinderella is once the slipper comes off, they turn into the ugly duckling situation, right? So Ohio State being the Cinderella story, uh, trying to get into the conference title game and then maybe winning that, getting into the big show. But when that slipper fell off, they fell off, and they lost by 14. I don't look at the opponents there as that strong, whereas Illinois by three, this is the tournament for Penn State, Illinois by three, Northwestern by two, and Indiana by four. In the Indiana wins pretty significant because I think they're going to make a little bit of noise in the bigger show. I really want to take Penn State plus the points, but you know what? You never have to place a bet, and I'm not going to. So it's a pass, and that is the game. That's it. So the, the three plays are VCU minus two and the game over 124.5 and Memphis plus six. Those are the three free plays for today. NBA and NHL will be at Patreon. Best of luck.